Message and data rates may apply. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian, but thought it would be too difficult and time-consuming? Then try Babbel. Text RADIO to 64000 and try it for free. Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you will actually use. In 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel uses a modern conversation-based technique that makes language engaging, fun, and memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then, sentences gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. Babbel is created by language experts who use the space repetition method to help you learn quickly and remember what you learned. With Babbel, you can speak a new language. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel free. Just text RADIO to 64000 and start learning a new language today. That's RADIO to 64000. R-A-D-I-O to 64000. Arizona News Radio. Phoenix area is embracing for a very hot Labor Day weekend. National Weather Service meteorologist Chris Coleman. The excessive heat warning is in effect through Monday, Labor Day, and we are expecting temperatures right around 111 to 113 through the Labor Day weekend. With hot weather, the forecast and long holiday weekend on tap. DPS is expecting roads to be busy. Spokesman Bart Graves. Due to the warmer temperatures we're expecting for the Labor Day weekend, we do expect a lot of people to get on the road and exit the valley either to northern Arizona or to California. 28-year-old Trevanye Campion was held at gunpoint by Tempe police officer Ronald Corzaya. Even though Corzaya was looking for a white male and Campion is black, Corzaya was also involved in another controversial case. And a Notre Dame prep high school student who is black was told to remove the painting in a school parking space. We had painted Black Lives Matter even though it was pre-approved. Mike Sarceda, Arizona News Radio. On the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center, we have an excessive heat warning in effect. This morning, a clear sky, sunny today, high 114, clear tonight, low 88, sunny Sunday, high 112, sunny Labor Day, the high 110. I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi in the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 100 degrees. Next news in 30 minutes or when it breaks, here on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. The information and opinions you hear on this radio show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of KFNX, its affiliates, management, or advertisers. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood, having trained more than 24,000 vets, helping you and your fur babies thrive, live in studio on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. It's Pet Talk Today with Will Bangura, answering your pet behavior and training questions. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host and favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Good morning. I'm Will Bangura. You're listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where I take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Perhaps you've got a cat that's just driving you crazy with its behavior or a dog that is completely out of control. Maybe you've been working with them, trying to solve these behavior problems, and you are at your wits end and are just completely frustrated. Well, I am here to help you deal with all of your pet behavior problems. Call me right now and learn how to correct those unwanted pet behavior problems. Pick up your phone. 
give me a call. If you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area, the number to call is 602-277-5369. That's 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix, call toll-free at 866-536-1100. And we're going to go ahead and go straight to the phones. We, I believe, have Tracy in Phoenix. Tracy, welcome to Pet Talk today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. How's your Labor Day weekend? Um. Uneventful. Uneventful. Quiet. Kind of different with yeah. uh, COVID nineteen, huh? Yeah, it yeah. is quite different. Okay, so tell me, what can I help you with? What's your question? Well, I have two Dobermans that are fighting off and on. I um I moved from Reno about a year ago, and I adopted a Doberman from the Humane Society. He's a really good dog. I was told he got along with other dogs from the Humane Society. He's not food aggressive. I had him for about two years, and then I moved to Phoenix, and I adopted another dog. She has one eye, and she was neglected, and she had worms, and they weren't up on her shots. And they got along for the first part. They're both fixed. Mm-hmm. One's a female, one's a male. And then about six months into it, they had a little kiss. Not, nothing big, but just little kiss. Mm-hmm. So I drove back home. And to Reno, while I was there, they got in a massive fight, and I broke it up, and I got bit pretty badly, and I was hospitalized. So when I got out, Max, the male, he was in quarantine from the animal control, and when he was out of it, I drove back home, and they got in two other big fights, and I got bit again. So when I got back home to Phoenix, I kept them separate, and I started muzzle training Max. And the the other dog, the female, I started to muzzle train her, and she would sneak in and start sleeping with Max, and they were getting along. Well, now they're starting to have little kiffs again, and I don't want it to turn into major fights, and I don't know what to do. I don't want to give either of them up. Yeah, you've got a lot going on with these two dogs. And the first thing that I need to tell you that I would tell anybody that would call in with dogs that are aggressive, especially dogs that are aggressive and are biting. And, you know, what you're telling me is that you have gotten in the middle of these fights. You have gotten severely hurt and injured and ended up in the hospital. You've got to contact a professional. You have okay. to contact a professional and get professional help. This is not an easy problem. Aggression can be very difficult. I know there's a lot of trainers out there, a lot of training companies that make a lot of promises and want to tell you that big problems like aggression are going to be resolved in two weeks, send them to a camp, and they're going to come back and they're going to be fine. And that just does not work. These type of problems, they take four to six months just to get a really good foundation in being able to control the aggression to manage your dogs. And then from there, it's a lifetime of maintenance. When you've got dogs like this, it's like having special needs kids. You don't get to have a normal life. You have to be on your toes watching these dogs at all times. Now, that doesn't mean that things don't get better along the way. They get better. 
but it takes work. It takes discipline. It's not that it's all that difficult. The problem is, is that it's work on a day in, day out basis. And let's face it, we all have other things we would rather do than to spend, carve out 30 minutes a day for our dogs. Now, we might all say, hey, 30 minutes a day for my dog. Yeah, I can do that. But all of a sudden, here comes week two, week three, week four, and that type of uh, what I call gym membership effect kicks in. You know, people get all excited on uh, New Year's with their resolutions. This is going to be the year. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lose the weight. Um, and after two weeks, they stop going. And and so you've got to be really, really dedicated. And the first thing that needs to happen, you have to have phenomenal control of each dog individually with obedience commands and not just when things are calm and quiet, you need to be able to have control of these dogs in any situation, especially when all heck is breaking loose and things are crazy and chaotic because that's when you really need these dogs to listen. It's not when things are calm and quiet. And when they hit that red zone, when they're getting ready to fight, they don't have the ability to think. That part of the brain shuts down. They, at the time they're getting ready to go into fight or flight, they're in the older part of the brain, the instinctive part of the brain. And when that happens, it's all instinct. Forget about thinking. So if they don't have muscle memory, if they're not conditioned so well that they're going to respond to commands in crazy situations that... um Normally, no dog would respond because you've done that level of distraction training with them, okay? They're not going to be responsive to you when they're having a fight because they are in that red zone. They are, uh, they are out of control. But so it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing. And right now, you want to keep them separated because you know from experience it's not a matter of if there's another fight. It's when there's going to yeah. be another fight, okay? And who okay. knows how bad the next one's going to be. And God forbid you get involved again in this next fight and you end up in the hospital again or worse. We can't, yeah. we can't have that. We cannot have that. Now, again, you've got to get professional help. I'm not here to, uh, you know, promote my business, but um, you can contact Brittany, uh, my assistant, uh, at Phoenix Dog Training. You can go to phoenixdogtraining.com. Again, uh, you can get on the website, leave uh, a message on the contact form. Uh, Brittany, my assistant, can get in touch with you. We can talk or contact anybody. It doesn't have to be us, but you need to contact somebody. You can't try to tackle this on your own. And in the meantime, you've just going to have to separate these two dogs. You're going to have to rotate them uh, back and forth, okay? We need to okay. go to a break. Um, give us a call. Again, folks, if you've got severe aggression, you need to contact a professional. I'm Will Bangura, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where I take your calls and answer your questions each and every Saturday morning. 
We need to take a break. We will be right back. I can't control my emotions. Control my emotions. I can't get these thoughts out of my head. Thoughts out of my head. Thoughts out of my head. I sleep all day. I sleep all day. Or I can't sleep at all. Or I can't sleep at all. If I can't concentrate, I'm going to fail again. I'm going to fail again. Fail again. Why would anyone want to be with me? My heart is beating out of my chest. Beating out of my chest. Beating out of my chest. I just can't live like this anymore. Like this anymore. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. It takes courage to reach out for help. At Mesa Psychiatry, we'll help you find the peace and calmness that's been missing for so long. Depression, fear, and anxiety don't have to define you. Together at Mesa Psychiatry, we'll begin the process of restoring your confidence and emotional well-being, bringing joy and happiness back into your life. Begin the journey of healing today by calling Mesa Psychiatry at 480-882-1014. That's 480-882-1014. Or schedule an appointment online at mesapsychiatry.com. Are you planning a trip or just going away for a day or two? I want to take a minute to talk about the folks at Paw Nanny Tammy. It's difficult to leave a pet behind. It's even more difficult for your pet. Forget sending your pet to a stressful boarding and kennel facility and instead give your pet and furry best friend the gift of relaxation. Staying at home with one of the professional in-home pet sitters at Paw Nanny Tammy. Your pet will love chilling out with Tammy or one of her team members who will be playing with and taking care of your pet 24 hours a day where it's most comfortable, your pet's home. The other awesome thing is that they can bring in mail, water plants, trees, and even your lawn. Call Pawn Annie Tammy to inquire about having them stay with your pet while you're away. They even offer a free meet and greet to make sure that it's the perfect fit. Call 602-472-4360. That's 602-472-4360. Or visit their website, pawnannytammy.com. Dog that needs obedience training is your dog's bad behavior driving you crazy. You love your dog and choosing the right dog trainer is important. Hiring a dog trainer that you can trust may be what's most important. Phoenix Dog Training is the most trusted dog training company in Arizona. Phoenix Dog Training is accredited with the Better Business Bureau and has an A-plus rating that you can trust. Having an untrained and unruly dog can be frustrating, embarrassing, and even costly. All that can change with one phone call to Phoenix Dog Training. For over 30 years, Phoenix Dog Training has been the Valley's number one choice for thousands of happy dog owners. Phoenix Dog Training is the winner of the Phoenix Award for Best Dog Behavior Training and Impressive seven years in a row. Say goodbye to your dog's bad behavior and hello to the dog of your dreams. Call Phoenix Dog Training today at 602-769-1411. That's 602-769-1411. Or visit them on the web at phoenixdogtraining.com. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 
602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free, 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Will Bangura, and you're listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where I take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Maybe you've got a dog that is just driving you crazy. You're fed up with your dog's behavior. Maybe you've got a cat that's got a problem that no matter what you've done so far, you just have not been able to resolve it. That's what I'm here for. I am here to listen to your pet behavior questions and to help you figure out how to correct them once and for all. So pick up your phone. If you've got a pet with a behavior problem, give me a call right now. If you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area, the number to call is 602 277-5369, 602-277-5369. 277-5369-602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix can call toll-free at 866-536-1100. And next on, I believe, the phone, we have Simpson from Mayer, Arizona. Simpson, welcome to Pet Talk today. How are you? I'm doing all right. Hey, just uh, seeking advice for some dogs I have. Okay. Tell me what's going on with your dogs. I have three female pit bulls, one which was recently adopted from a family that could no longer take care of her. Mm-hmm. They were having aggression issues with her because uh, she was uh, an un- unspayed female uh, in a home with another unspayed female and an unfixed male. And the other unspaced female and unfixed male had already paired off, and it was causing uh, friction between the two females. Uh, and the, the family had said that if they couldn't find a home for her, that they were going to be putting her down. And I, I just couldn't let that happen because she happens to be the mother of, of my one of my other dogs. Uh, so I took her in, but there has been, I guess, a hierarchy issue now between her and my oldest dog. Um, and they're both unfixed. I'm planning on fixing the adoptee, um, but I, I know that in your last call you said that uh, if there's dog aggression that we need to contact a professional, and so I, I'm currently on the lookout for that, but I'm, I'm, I'm low income, and so I, my question is, is, is there any... Uh, is there any any service that might assist somebody with low income uh, in being able to access training services? Well, I mean, you can contact um, Arizona Humane Society. They've got low cost training. Okay. Okay. You're going to have a hard time finding anything that's free, and then you know you kind of get what you pay for in the first place. But um, first place I would go would be probably if you're really struggling money wise. Uh, here's a plug for the Arizona Humane Society. Um, they've got training there, and they've got low cost training. Um, in the meantime, you need to separate these dogs. You need to go ahead and uh, make sure that you are keeping yourself uh safe and that uh you are keeping these dogs safe as well okay um next 
on the phone. I believe that we have Liz in Phoenix. Hello. Yes, hello. Hey, hey, Liz, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. What do so I, I you have? With? I have a nine-month-old um, Australian paddle dog, Australian Shepherd mix. Um, my fiance and I got him at a rescue group, and he was left in the desert. And so we've been working with him on, you know, everything possible. But he has an issue with leash training, so he likes to jump and lunge, and he pulls a lot. So we took him to a puppy class, um, and the leash training did not work on him. So we have recently hired a private trainer, mm-hmm. and she suggested prong collar. Mm-hmm. And so we've been using the prong collar. We've had two sessions with her, but now we're noticing signs of our dog being scared of us. Um, he's peeing in the house now when he used to never pee. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's even afraid to go into his crate on his own. His, his crate, he would walk in there at night, go to bed, no issues. Last night he was trembling. He wouldn't even get up to, he would just lay in my fiance's arms and didn't want to do anything. He was trembling. So my question is, is, is the prong collar is what's scaring him? Um, his trainer said that to praise him a lot during the session when we're outside with him, walking him, give him lots of treats, lots of love. And that's what we did. But he seems to still be scared of us mm-hmm. and he's still trembling. And I, I don't know what mm-hmm. to do. I'm not sure if it's well, the prong collar. Let me ask you this. When the prong collar is not on your dog, what's your dog's mm-hmm. behavior and demeanor? Um, sometimes it's very happy and normal, mm-hmm. but it, I, I kind of noticed that it happens after we take him out. We live in a condo, so we take him out mm-hmm. about, you know, four or five times a day. We walk him in the morning. We walk him at night. Um, so we notice it's after his walk. He gets, he gets a little like hunched and he cowers down and randomly he peed on our, our couch yesterday mm-hmm. he was just kind of laying there mm-hmm. and just started to urinate on the couch which he's never mm-hmm. done so i'm there i don't know mm-hmm. where this new behavior is coming from well the one of the things is that y- your your dog obviously has a lot of anxiety whether this is related to the prong collar um, or not, I don't know. It, it really, you'd have to take a look at it and you'd have to take a look at the dog's behavior. You know, what happens when you put it on? What happens when you take it off? What happens when you put a little bit of pressure on the leash, on the prong collar? You know, some dogs do fantastic with a prong collar. Some dogs are not going to do well at all. Some dogs are going to be very, very soft dogs and you could practically just look at them the wrong way. And because they've got such a soft temperament, they completely fall apart. You would never use a prong collar on a dog like that. But then you've got other dogs that have an extremely hard temperament, dogs that, you know, have such high drive and such high energy, and you could practically bonk them upside the head, and they're like, hey, that was fantastic, let's do that again, that was fun, let's do it again, let's do it again, <laughs> they're crazy, they've got all that energy. And and so you've got to, whatever tool that you're using You've got to temper it to each dog's individual 
temperament, each dog's individual personality. Okay. And, and hopefully if you've got a real professional, they're able to teach you the right way to use tools because there's very few tools that are bad. Now I know you've got your proponents out there that are going to say, listen, um, you are barbaric if you use a prong collar or you are barbaric if you use one of those shock collars, those electronic collars. Um, look, they don't know what they're talking about. They've never successfully trained a dog using one of those tools in a way that did not cause the dogs to be afraid, in a way that did not cause the dogs to feel intimidated. They have never been successful at using those tools and having a happy dog, a happy, upbeat dog, a happy, upbeat dog that's really well-trained, especially in situations where there are a ton of distractions. So, Talk to your trainer. That's what you paid them for. If if you don't feel like they've got good answers and if what they're telling you to do is not helping your dog, well, yeah, you better find someone else to help you with your dog. Now, you've also got a very young dog. It's nine months. There could be a lot of other things that are going on with your puppy. But, um, yeah, right now... I would say that you need to just do positive reinforcement until you can figure out what exactly is going on uh, with uh, with your dog with that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go to the phones, and we've got, I believe, we have uh, Janner in Glendale. Janner, are you on the on the line? Welcome to yes, Pet Talk today. Janet. Janet, I'm sorry. Yes, that's okay. Janet. Janet was kind of a cool name. Yeah, you like um, that, huh? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. I'm a first-time listener and well, first-time caller. I have a, a, a an issue, kind of, with my um, Malawa Shepherd. Malinois Shepherd. Yes. And she's 65 pounds, you know, big girl, three mm-hmm. years old. My issue is that she is hypersensitive to sounds. Ah. Now, she can go out in the thunder. Yeah. Right? But if you rattle a newspaper mm-hmm. or a water bottle with paper on it or something like that, she will just or open the freezer door and she can hear the frozen food rattling. Mm-hmm. She will take off, go in her bed, which is in the back bathroom, and she will not come out. So I don't know what to do. It's the slightest, slightest it's noise. Either a high pitch Get her, or huh? something. And help me. When when <laughs> when this happens, she runs out of the uh, runs out of the room. Oh yeah. Okay. And this has been going on more for the last six months. This has been going on for the last six months. And how old yeah. is she now? She's uh, just turned three. She just turned three. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And how old was she when you, when you first got her? Uh, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Okay. Janet, we've got to take a quick break. Hold on the line. When we come back from news, we will go ahead and talk about your Malinois Shepherd, help you to be able to figure out how to deal with this sound sensitivity problem. 
Folks, if you've got a problem, give us a call. We'll be right back. Visit us online at 1100kfnx.com. Arizona's only independent voice. Independent Talk, 1100kfnx. Labor Day holiday, public health officials are warning that people must continue following COVID-19 protocols to avoid causing more spikes in the deadly illness. San Francisco Mayor London Breed is blunt. I know I sound like somebody's mom or a broken record where I'm saying, put on your mask, stay six feet, do this. and do. You know, those things matter. They matter to the future of our city. So all of those folks who are upset that we can't open, they're upset because certain people aren't doing their part. In Rochester, New York, overnight, <laughs> violent protest over the police-involved suffocation death of Daniel Prude, a black man who died in March. Police used pepper spray and tear gas. Universities are trying to find places to isolate the thousands of students who have caught or been exposed to COVID-19 as schools reopen for in-person classes. Some are sending infected students home. CBS News Brief. I'm Allison Keys. Arizona News Radio. Arizona health officials reported 836 new coronavirus cases today, along with 36 new fatalities. An FBI investigation is underway into criminal damage at several Tucson electric power transmission structures. We discovered that some of our transmission equipment on the southeast side of town had been damaged by gunfire. This happened in multiple locations. Utility spokesman Joseph Barrios. Temperatures will once again be quite high across Arizona for the Labor Day weekend with some desert locations hitting 115. Megan Taylor from the National Weather Service and Flagstaff says it won't be much cooler in northern Arizona. We are looking at temperatures up here in our warmest locations, anywhere from 105 to about 112 or so. A 59-year-old man is in custody after walking out of a bashes with a woman's baby in a shopping cart in Flagstaff. Jeffrey Roholt was arrested in the Mom Stop Roholt before he left the store and got her baby back. D-backs meet the Giants 6-5 last night. Mike Salceda, Arizona News Radio. From the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center, we have an excessive heat warning in effect. This morning, a clear sky, sunny today, high 114. Clear tonight, low 88. Sunny Sunday, high 112. Sunny Labor Day, the high 110. I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi in the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 104 degrees. Next news in 30 minutes or when it breaks. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Welcome back, everybody, and happy Labor Day weekend. You're listening to Pet Talk today on 1100KFNX. I'm your host, Will Bangura, where I take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Perhaps you've got um, a dog that's jumping or a dog that's pulling on the leash or stealing things off the counter. 
maybe you've got a cat that's spraying all over the house and just refuses to use the litter box no matter what it is that you're doing. Whatever your dog or cat behavior problem is, give me a call right now and learn how to correct those unwanted behaviors. Pick up your phone. Uh, if you are in Phoenix or the surrounding area, the number to call is 602-277-5369, 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix can call toll-free at 866 866- Five three six eleven hundred. Now, before we went to break, we had Janet on the phone, and Janet has a Malinois Shepherd mix. And Janet, you were talking about your dog's sound sensitivities, and what are the major uh, triggers, the sound sensitivities that your dog has a problem with? It's not the loud noises mm-hmm. as much as it is more high pitch or maybe she I don't know if she hears it that way or not but it's like if you crumble up a piece of paper okay. and or take something out of the freezer and it has that frozen creakily sound or some something like that uh, she takes off she's scared got it so she's I running see away a large here. you know pup that very intelligent. She's probably oh, yeah. very intelligent. Shepherds, Malinois, those are working dogs. Those are dogs yeah. that are used in the military, in law enforcement. They are extremely smart and they can be extremely high drive as well. And, and they need a job. Yeah. And, you know, when you get, um, one of these dogs and it's a rescue and it's a mix. A lot of times you're looking at somebody that, uh, wanted to quote unquote come up with the perfect dog. I'm going to go ahead and take a shepherd. I'm going to take a Malinois, put them together, right. see what I'm going to get. And you know, who knows? They, they may have started with dogs that had skittish, uh, tendencies in them to begin with. But, what you need to do is you've got to do a couple things, and you've got to desensitize your dog to these sounds. That means that your dog has to get exposed to the sounds, but exposing your dog to these sounds has to be done very, very slowly, very gradually, and has to be done at a low volume. Well, how do you do it at a low volume? Well, first of all, you start, and you'll be able to do this soon because it's starting to get a little bit nicer. Mornings are better than any other time right now, but it's going to get nicer. Come on, let's all believe it's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to get cooler. But getting your getting your dog outside, okay, because outside these sounds are going to not be as loud. But what you do is you teach your dog to do a downstay or you teach your dog to go to place. Place is a command. It's a stay command. It's where we tell the dog to go to this elevated surface. A lot of people use these elevated dog cots. They're about two or three inches up off the ground. They've got like a mesh material. They give that place command. They've taught their dog to go to place with heavy distractions. They've proofed the dog. They've really put the time in. They put the time in to teach that place command. And the reason they did that is because the dog can't be committed to staying on place and running away when it hears that sound 
It can't do both behaviors at the same time. It has to give up one for the other. So if it's committed to staying on place, it has to deal with it. Now, there's a big difference, and I've talked about this before. There's a huge difference between flooding and gradual and systematic desensitization. If you are presenting this sound issue too close to the dog, too loud, too soon, before the dog is truly ready for it, and if it makes the dog too anxious, you are making things worse for the dog. You, you're doing the opposite of what you want to do. That's flooding. Yeah. But what you want to do at a distance where your dog might be a little concerned, you're, you've got your dog on place, you're at a distance away from the dog where if it hears these items, it might be a little concerned but it's very manageable. You at that time want to be rewarding your dog for doing the behavior that you're training. So in in my case, if I'm doing this with my dog, I'm going to go ahead and give a place command. The dog gets on that dog cot. I give a free or break command. The dog comes off. I reward the dog. I command again, back on the place. Then I give the release command of free or break reward again. And I'm going on and off and on and off. And we're having this fun game that involves these great high-value food rewards while this problem, this trigger, this scary thing is happening in the distance. The dog knows it's there. It's making the noise. And this is now a very, very positive experience for the dog. And you're going to do this for several weeks. You're going to go and do this at least once a day for at least two to five minutes exposing your dog to this. And you're going to do that at least three to five times a week, if not daily. And it's going to take weeks. And at some point, your dog could care less at that distance about those sounds. When that happens, now you get to move in with those sounds a little bit closer and you get to start that process all over again. And little by little, you get closer and closer, but you've got to read your dog's body language. You'll know if your dog's too scared. Yes. You got to back off. Now, these things can take months. You can't work faster than your dog's pace. You've got to work at your dog's pace. And if you do this right, um, this is something that anybody can really help their dog with. Um, If you've spent six, eight weeks working on it and you've seen zero, no progress whatsoever, well, then you might want to talk to a veterinarian. Uh, The possibility of needing to have behavior medicine in conjunction with behavior modification. But give that a try. Do that, and I think when you do that, you are going to find that um, you're going to have really, really good uh, success with that. It's just something that that takes time. It's time-consuming. That's the biggest thing. Um, and a lot of people, they've got to understand that these things don't get fixed quickly. You've got to be patient. You've got to put in the time. There's no way around not putting in the work. We just got to do the work. We're going to go back to the phone, and I believe we've got next on the line, we have Jeannie. And Jeannie, welcome to Pet Talk today. How are you? 
thank you. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. How was your? You have any plans for uh, Labor Day weekend? No, I'm just at my, uh, doing the quarantine thing. <laughs> so let me ask you this, because I've been asking other people this: um, Is this different for you? I mean, if we didn't have COVID, would you normally be doing something on Labor Day? Oh weekend? yeah. I would be out running around. Out running around, <laughs> yeah. So that that seems to be the case with everybody. Yeah. Well, this is our new normal, and and hopefully uh, there'll be a day in the not too distant future where we can get back to hopefully normal, normal. But anyway, back to our pets. Tell me, Jeannie, what's going on? What's your question? How can I help you? Well, I have a spoiled rotten Austin Terrier. He'll be four years old tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> he is a real mess. We, I've, I've never had a Boston. I mean, I've had Bostons all my life. I'm a fourth generation. Mm-hmm. And he's so different. He's very um, excitable. If people come to the house, he wants to jump all over them. He licks everything. He licks the floor. He licks the furniture. He licks me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I can't, I, I don't know how to, if I tell him no, no licky. Yeah. He'll stop, but then he'll start it again. Yeah. You know, when he thinks you're not watching, looking, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, you know, I had him, I had to wait to get him neutered because only one, uh, that dropped down. Mm-hmm. So when, and he never humped, but now that he's neutered, he humps all the time. Sure. Got it. So he's a typical Boston terrier he's driving you absolutely crazy with this high energy the the thing is licking all over the place we will talk about that we will talk about how um you stop the jumping how you stop the humping we'll talk about how we can go ahead and begin to take that energy and funnel that into something productive, into something positive, okay? Rather than always being just reactive when he offers the bad behavior, we'll talk about how to help him out by doing some positive training um, and, and being proactive and teach him how to stop doing that. But I've got to take a break. We've got to hear from our sponsors. So do me a favor. Go ahead and, Jeannie, if you will, stay on the line. And when we get back from our commercial break, uh, we will talk all about your Boston. This is Will Bangura. You're listening to Pet Talk today on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I can't control my emotions. my emotions. I can't get these thoughts out of my head. Thoughts out of my head. Thoughts out of my head. I sleep all day. I sleep all day. Or I can't sleep at all. I can't sleep at all. If I can't concentrate, I'm going to fail again. I'm going to fail again. Fail again. Why would anyone want to be with me? Want to be with me? My heart is beating out of my chest. Beating out of my chest. Beating out of my chest. I just can't live like this anymore. Like this anymore. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. It takes courage to reach out for help. 
At Mesa Psychiatry, we'll help you find the peace and calmness that's been missing for so long. Depression, fear, and anxiety don't have to define you. Together at Mesa Psychiatry, we'll begin the process of restoring your confidence and emotional well-being, bringing joy and happiness back into your life. Begin the journey of healing today by calling Mesa Psychiatry at 480-882-1014. That's 480-882-1014. Or schedule an appointment online at mesapsychiatry.com. Are you planning a trip or just going away for a day or two? I want to take a minute to talk about the folks at Paw Nanny Tammy. It's difficult to leave a pet behind. It's even more difficult for your pet. Forget sending your pet to a stressful boarding and kennel facility and instead give your pet and furry best friend the gift of relaxation. Staying at home with one of the professional in-home pet sitters at Paw Nanny Tammy. Your pet will love chilling out with Tammy or one of her team members who will be playing with and taking care of your pet 24 hours a day where it's most comfortable, your pet's home. The other awesome thing is that they can bring in mail, water plants, trees, and even your lawn. Call Pawn Annie Tammy to inquire about having them stay with your pet while you're away. They even offer a free meet and greet to make sure that it's the perfect fit. Call 602-472-4360. That's 602-472-4360. Or visit their website, pawnannytammy.com. Dog that needs obedience training is your dog's bad behavior driving you crazy. You love your dog and choosing the right dog trainer is important. Hiring a dog trainer that you can trust may be what's most important. Phoenix Dog Training is the most trusted dog training company in Arizona. Phoenix Dog Training is accredited with the Better Business Bureau and has an A-plus rating that you can trust. Having an untrained and unruly dog can be frustrating, embarrassing, and even costly. All that can change with one phone call to Phoenix Dog Training. For over 30 years, Phoenix Dog Training has been the Valley's number one choice for thousands of happy dog owners. Phoenix Dog Training is the winner of the Phoenix Award for Best Dog Behavior Training and Impressive seven years in a row. Say goodbye to your dog's bad behavior and hello to the dog of your dreams. Call Phoenix Dog Training today at 602-769-1411. That's 602-769-1411. Or visit them on the web at phoenixdogtraining.com. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Welcome back, everybody. I am Will Bangora, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. I'm here every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m., and I answer your questions about your pet's behavior problems, about your frustrations with training your dog or training your cat. If you have a problem and you just cannot resolve a difficult problem training your dog or cat, give me a call. Pick up that phone. If you're in Phoenix, call me at 602 602- Two seven seven five three six nine six zero two two seven seven 
KFNX, those outside of Phoenix, you can call toll-free at 866-536-1100. Before we went to break, we were talking with Jeannie. We had Jeannie on the line, and Jeannie has a, I believe it's a four-year-old Boston Terrier terrorist uh, that you're having some problems with it, uh, licking everything, jumping, humping. Are, are those the biggest problems, Jeannie? Yes, it is. And he only humps his bed. He doesn't yeah. hump anything else. Well, just his bed. There you go. Okay. That, that's I'll, a good thing. I'll shame him and he sucks. <laughs> but for the time Well, I got news that. for you. Um, the dog doesn't know that, uh, you're shaming it because of that. You are just, uh, creating a little bit of a problem with your relationship with uh, your dog, okay? So let's talk about some alternative things you can do. First and foremost, you need to go ahead and put a leash on this dog when this dog is out and about. You don't have control. This dog is jumping, the dog is licking, the dog is humping its bed. Um, and, and I know Boston's with their energy level. The biggest thing is that people, um, you get these dogs and you don't begin the process of really instilling good house manners. And that begins with when your dog is out with you, first and foremost, in the house, you have your eyes on the dog. You've got the dog on leash. Yes, a leash on the dog in the house. Until your dogs, people, until your dogs can listen to you and respond to your commands, you need to have a leash on them or don't bother giving the command because then it becomes optional. The dog's like, oh, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't do it. And Jeannie, you talked about, you know, how you would correct the behavior, but then your dog would go right back into it. Well, I've talked on the show before, and I'm going to say that again. There is a huge, huge difference between interrupting a behavior and correcting a behavior. We can interrupt behaviors all day long, and the dogs will continue to come back to them. A lot of times it's jumping. I watch people, you know, they just kind of push the dog down. They don't want to offend the dog. You know, it's like, oh, oh. Bobo, get get down, get down, get down now. And that's an interruption. And I hear people, I say, well, how do you correct your dog? They go, well, I I tell the dog no. I go, well, how do you do that? And they go, I tell the dog no. I go, well, let me hear you. Let me hear how you do it. And they go, no. And I tell them, I go, what is unpleasant about that? Say that now and take a look at your dog. Do what you've been doing that you think is correction and take a look at your dog and you're most likely going to find that your dog could care less. You're interrupting the behavior. A correction means you're pairing something unpleasant at the exact moment the unwanted behavior is happening. Now, I'm going to get the hate mail because I'm talking about corrections and there are people out there, there are trainers out there that are going to tell you, they're going to try to tell me, they do it all the time with their hate mail, that you can teach any behavior just with positive reinforcement by giving treats, that you never, ever have to correct a dog. You just wait for the right behavior, the good behavior, reward that, and behaviors are going to change. Well, hey, even with COVID and even with people being able to spend 
80% more time with their pets right now because of COVID and them being home. Um, they don't have the amount of time necessary to just use positive reinforcement and hope and hope just by giving the dog treats for doing the right thing and ignoring the unwanted behavior that somehow that unwanted behavior is going to go away. It's not going to happen. Now, when I say correct the dog, when I say something unpleasant needs to happen, I'm not talking about abusing your dog. I'm not talking about causing pain. I'm not talking about fear, intimidation. If you're doing that, if you're doing that, I'm sorry. But there's something wrong with you. Nobody should want to hurt their pets. And I don't think anybody does. But we've got to make something uncomfortable. It could be your dog is on the leash, okay? And you need a harness. You can't do this with your breed of dog with a collar on it because you're going to cause some damage to the throat. And they've already got breathing problems. But you'll just give some upward pressure on the leash with the harness on the dog. And the dog's front paws are going to be slightly up off the ground. Well, your dog's going to feel a little vulnerable. It's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Do that when your dog's jumping. Do that when your dog is humping. Do that when your dog is licking. And pair, pair your correction word with that something uncomfortable that you're creating at the same time the dog is doing the unwanted behavior. So it might be no. You're like, no, 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 no. Don't yell at the dog. Let that something unpleasant be, that pressure with the leash, upward pressure. The dog, the Boston has the um, harness on. The front paws are up off the ground a little bit. It's a little uncomfortable. As soon as your dog stops engaging in that behavior, lower the leash. Take all the pressure away. Don't say anything. Don't ever reward a dog for stopping a behavior. I watch people do that all the time. They'll reward a dog. They'll, they'll get the dog to stop jumping. By the way, they'll interrupt the jumping. They won't correct it. They won't do anything that's unpleasant to correct the problem. They just interrupt it because they're afraid of hurting their dog. Well, I don't want you to hurt your dog either, but folks, let your eyes and your brain work for you. Take a look at the dog's response when you give your so-called correction. Did it phase the dog at all? Was it a little unpleasant or did the dog want to just go right back into the behavior? Well, if it wants to go right back into the behavior, it's not a correction. It's not unpleasant. You're merely interrupting the behavior. So that's the biggest thing. Get a leash on your dog. Stop just interrupting the behavior and start correcting the behavior. Make something unpleasant happen. And if you'll do that, and if you'll be consistent, if you'll be consistent and always supervise your dog and you do that for a couple weeks, things are going to change dramatically. I mean dramatically, okay? Um, we're going to go ahead and take our last caller, David. David, welcome to Pet Talk today. How are you? Yes, sir. Thanks for you, God. I'm okay. How are you today, I'm sir? good, David. We've got about a minute before we've got to go ahead and close out today. Real quick, what's your question? Thanks. My question is, how do you 
tapping off your last response there. Thanks. The correction aspect. How do you do that when you get home from work? And it just so happens, my dog Brandy, she's mm-hmm. been good for about a year. And then all of a sudden, maybe it was a lightning storm or mm-hmm. thunder last week or rains. I don't know. All of a sudden, she got a bug. And now she learned to jump out the window. So she rips the screen apart mm-hmm. and dives right yeah. out. So how, and so. Well, if you got two not- people, I gotta, I, I gotta go ahead and, and, and answer this as quickly as I can because we're gonna go ahead and have to wrap up here. I, I apologize, but we are up against the clock. We've got literally about 30 seconds. And so what you gotta do is you gotta proactively work on creating a situation where she's gonna want to try to jump out the window only to correct her cause something uncomfortable. That's leash pressure in most cases. Same thing if she wants to go ahead and jump on you. If she wants to go ahead and jump on you, create, be proactive, create the opportunity, get excited. She goes to jump, give her a correction, a little bit of pressure on the leash. You could also step on the leash. She can't go anywhere. Folks, it has been a great show. I appreciate your calls and questions. Be sure to join us Next Saturday on Pet Talk Today from 9 to 10 on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. I'm Will Bangura. Have a safe Labor Day weekend. We will see you next week. You're listening to Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. K Creek Phoenix, the home of the Brian Kilmeade Show. KFNX News Time. It's 10 o'clock.